On the Way Home is proudly supported by Ellis Dong Community Builders, a group formed within the Ellis Dong group of companies to assist those who wish to deliver affordable and sustainable housing by providing development management services and leveraging Ellis Dong's turnkey cradle-to-grave project capabilities. We incorporate all that a world-leading development, construction, and building services company has to offer to provide innovative and sustainable developments that connect and energize communities. Our offering is not simply a development and construction solution. It's a holistic and comprehensive approach that ensures the delivery of assets that communities can be proud of. To learn more, please visit www.communitybuilders.ellisdon.com. We at On The Way Home would like to acknowledge the original stewards of whose lands this podcast is recorded on. In York Region, we recognize we're on the traditional territories of the Wendat, the Haudenosaunee, and the Anishinaabe peoples, and that this is the treaty lands of the Mississaugas of the Credit. And in Vancouver, we acknowledge that we are on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish peoples, the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh, whose presence on these lands continue to this day. Welcome to another episode of On The Way Home. I am Michael Braithwaite from Blue Door. And as always, I am joined by the wizard of words, <laughs> the master of communication from CAEH. I'm sure she has a different title there. <laughs> Stefania, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I feel like that was kind of a fun poke at you recently learning that I also play D&D. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. And for those of for those of you who are not nerds who don't know what D&D is, that, are, that it would be a reference to Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I think it's yes. popular enough. It's entered the zeitgeist. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, good. Tomorrow, so tomorrow I am uh, playing hockey for the second time in thirty years, and uh, hockey helps homeless tournaments <laughs> benefiting Blue Door, and um, we have a pro, we have Shane Corson on our team. Um, I've been practicing this week and it has not been pretty. Um, so I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. Three games of hockey oh. <laughs> that I won't be good at. Yeah, have fun. So you'll add a total of four times that you've played <laughs> in all of your life, which is more than my zero. I've never played yeah. hockey on a, on ice, of course, like the, the classic way. So I don't know, West well, Coast living. As long as they keep that defibrillator close by, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you'll be great. I will be good. How are things at uh, CAH? <laughs> Oh, they're good. As always, they're good. You know, I think this time of year where we try to be reflective to see, you know, where what improvements we were able to make, where we still need to, you know, address those gaps so that when we start fresh in the new year, we are still, um, you know, working really hard to change policy at the federal level to take us closer to ending homelessness. And with, you know, the budget coming up at the federal level and with um, all the mandate letters that we're still waiting to see, you know, I think we're hmm. we're really excited to see what what's next and where we can finally make some change. Yeah. And speaking of excitement and reflective, mm-hmm. his sweater is slightly like that. I want to introduce today's <laughs> guest. He's wearing a wonderful Christmas sweater. Uh, it is that time of year. Now, this will air, of course, after the holidays, most likely. No, maybe before the holidays. No, I'm soon, not too yep. sure. Yep. Soon, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's correct. Uh, so today we have Andrew Cowan with us. He is a senior specialist, and that's not referring to his age. That's his title, senior specialist 
on the demonstrations and excellence team in innovation and partnerships at CMHC. He is the lead for the administration of the NHS Solution Lab program, which provides housing stakeholders with funding and expert innovation lab consultants to help solve complex housing problems using innovative methods and tools. Andrew has over 25 years of experience in program design and an extensive background in sustainability, climate change, energy conservation, green buildings, government relations, and stakeholder engagement. In fact, we were talking to him before this. I think he almost confirmed that climate change uh, is a hoax. I'm kidding, of course. He was talking about <laughs> he was talking about the work he did 25 years ago um, and saying that what he was reading about when he was going to school is happening now. Andrew, so awesome to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I feel I'm among kindred spirits because I have played hockey on ice for three or four times in my life. And uh, I did play Dungeons and Dragons when I was younger. The perfect uh, guest. So I'm, I'm there. <laughs> That's how we measure it. D&D &D and hockey aptitude. So... So, Andrew, thank you for joining us on the show today. Um, and, you know, we've been asking this question to all of our guests. It's sort of a, I guess, not so new tradition now, um, but one that we've really been enjoying uh, the, the different variety of answers that we've been getting. And so the question is, uh, what does home mean to you? Yeah, yeah, Stefania. Uh, everything, really. Honestly, I feel it's as much a, uh, of a human right as clean air. Um, access to clean drinking water and food, um, really without a safe place to live that is affordable and meets your, your needs. Um, many people are at serious disadvantage in our society and around the world. Uh, having a home means you don't have to worry about where you sleep at night, uh, where you can raise your family, and how you will get access to those critical parts of life like education, employment, medical services. Um, for me personally, I've been very lucky to always have a home, but that's not the case for everyone. And uh, I'm extremely proud to be working at CMHC and to be part of contributing to our recent strategy and its big, hairy, audacious goal that everyone in Canada has a home that meets their needs and they can afford by 2030. Personally, I'm also very interested in what a home should look like and have, you know, the size of it, its location, proximity to the necessities that people need to be productive in society. And, you know, how society, at least in North America, thinks they need uh, or treat the idea of a home and, and, and promote the idea of uh, suburban large lot lifestyle as the desirable situation um, rather uh, for status or cultural conformity. And, and I wonder about our treatment of home as an investment or a commodity. I wonder how this lifestyle contributes to the challenges we face as a society, um, not only in Canada, but in, in the world, and in making sure that everyone has a home they can afford and meets their needs. Andrew, that's so interesting. And just the whole, like I think you're talking about mindset around home as well, and that, that big panic so many Canadians get if they don't own their home. And, and let's be honest, I think, uh, yes, uh, many people have mortgages, but very few own their homes. Um, they're owned by uh, others. And, and so it is that's such a great answer, speaking around the mindset. Well, let, let's to help start us off. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about the National Housing Strategy Solutions Lab. What, what's its mission and what is the current application timeline? 
Sure, sure. Happy to do that. Uh, the goal of the National Housing Strategy uh, Lab program is to develop world-leading solutions to our most challenging housing problems that also contribute to the National Housing Strategy's key priority areas and shared outcomes. Uh, the, the primary funding stream is an open competitive call for proposals. These calls for proposals are held on an annual basis. They target teams of affordable housing providers, housing experts, academics, and other stakeholders to work uh, with um, a group of recognized solution lab consultants. Uh, these are uh, consultants with expertise in designing and delivering social innovation labs to solve complex persistent social problems, including housing. Um, and so these teams develop and submit their proposals for solving specific housing challenges. And uh, those proposals typically involve developing a prototype solution um, and a roadmap to implement and scale that solution in a way that contributes to, again, the national housing strategy. Um, uh, each proposal is evaluated uh, or adjudicated uh, by an external government and non-government group of uh, judges uh, with subject matter expertise. And they are the ones that provide us with uh, a, a recommendation or a scoring around the, the proposals that we do uh, receive in each round. Um, in terms of the current call for proposals, we opened on October 25th and we close on January 17th, 2022. Just a little bit more information. We have on an annual basis about $3 million available to help fund these uh, innovative problem-solving proposals. Um, each year, we anticipate proposals to range in the value of 25,000 to up to 250,000 in order to you know, tackle that, that problem and come up with uh, solutions that can be rapidly implemented and scaled. Uh, this year, we expect to fund around eight uh, plus or minus two uh, due to our budget availability. And of course, if anyone is interested in applying, they can reach out by email um, at innovation-research at cmhc-schl.gc.ca. Construct, a social enterprise by Blue Door, provides high-quality residential and commercial construction and property services in the greater Toronto area. More than a business with a heart, Construct is a real solution to preventing and ending homelessness. Through its eight-week paid skills trades training program, complete with wraparound supports and on-the-job work experience, Construct lifts people out of poverty and into opportunity. To hire Construct for your next project, or learn more about Construct's employment program, visit constructgta.ca. Well, that's great. And you sort of touch on this a bit in your, in your answer, but, you know, I'm so curious what sort of applications CMHC is looking for. You, like, you know, what are the key priority areas and can you tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, first, perhaps, uh, if I can provide a bit of a stock take for context on the funding from uh, the program. Uh, in the last three years, uh, we have been able to fund around, well, 48 labs to date for approximately 10.2 million. Um, 
we've been able to fund labs in all of the national housing strategy priority areas, and I, I think we might get into those uh, in, a, in a bit. Um, many of the priority populations uh, that are also uh, linked to the national housing strategy. And so uh, the, the program is a part of a suite of national housing strategy programs uh, and therefore needs to have a direct line attribution or contribution to the objectives, uh, goals, and outcomes of the NHS. Uh, the NHS is really focused on improving housing opportunities for those in Canada in uh, what we call greatest need of obtaining affordable housing uh, that, uh, that meets their individual requirements. There are six priority areas that are identified in the strategy. Uh, the first is focused on finding housing for those in greatest need. And the, the strategy identifies a number of priority populations that uh, uh, are focused uh, on uh, this priority area in this regard. Uh, so j just a little bit more detail. The, the, the priority populations of the NHS are women and children fleeing domestic violence, seniors, indigenous people, homeless people, people with disabilities, people dealing with mental health and addiction issues, veterans, young adults, uh, racialized groups, newcomers, including refugees and uh, the LGBTQT community. Um, in terms of the priority, the other priority areas in turn, uh, other than those in greatest need, um, they include community housing sustainability, indigenous housing, northern housing, sustainable housing and communities, and a balanced supply of housing. Um, this year, we uh, will continue to accept proposals related to all of the priority areas and priority populations I, I just outlined. But there are some gaps. This is our fourth year uh, in running the program. And so there, as, as you might imagine, there are some areas where we, uh, we do have gaps. And we'd like to be able to address these gaps moving forward. So we will be reserving the right to give priority to the following geographic regions and priority populations. The prairies, uh, the north writ large, and Atlantic Canada. Um, and in terms of priority populations, uh, women and children fleeing domestic violence, uh, people dealing with uh, mental health and addiction issues, veterans, racialized groups, and LGBTQT. That doesn't mean that if you have a proposal in any of the other priority areas or vulnerable populations, you won't be considered for funding, but given these gap areas, uh, we will um, we'll give preference to them, if that makes sense. Absolutely, it makes sense. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about, this is a, a unique um, thing that you're doing here, the Solutions Lab. Why do you think it's so, like, why do you think it's so unique and, and how do they work? I know it's not your traditional lab. We're not talking about, you know, lab jackets and uh, beakers and that kind of thing. <laughs> but tell us about the uniqueness of Solution Labs and why they work or how they work. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and it, it is it is something innovative, I would say. It is, it is uh, rather unique, although... Um, uh, the, the term we use as solution lab it can go by it can go by many names really uh, such as social innovation a lab a change lab or a design lab but all have one common goal um, 
the, the, the idea is to tackle the complex societal challenges that uh, Canadians are facing and that require systemic or system change and that have not been solved using conventional methods. Uh, for us, that means applying an, innovation, an innovative problem-solving lens to housing issues uh, related to the National Housing Strategy uh, in order to help uh, achieve some of the goals and objectives of the strategy. Um, happy to elaborate on that. Uh, really, the uniqueness about this is, uh, or the lab itself, is it allows for and provides the tools and experts uh, for applicants to guide them to co-develop solution ideas. It prioritizes those ideas so they can be prototyped and tested among a large group of stakeholders. And if they work, um, ultimately what we're looking to get out of the lab is a, a plan on how to implement and perhaps replicate or scale that solution across the country, therefore having a, a contribution to the national housing strategy. And it, it's important to note that you know, a lot of these complex issues are also controversial. There's wide range of opinions on whether they're actual problems or not, or the opinions on how to solve them uh, are different. And so the, the approach in the lab or what the lab creates is a safe zone for a diverse and inclusive group of participants to explore uh, the problem, to question assumptions. You're not, you're not coming in there um, uh, as an organization, you're coming in as an individual. So you, you can be bold, you can be agile enough to adapt as learning emerges in an experimental lab. And it, 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 although we're not wearing coats, uh, like a, a science lab, it is an experimental space. It is a place where you can test things out, where you can throw things against the wall, see if they stick, uh, prototype, change, revise, you know, add to, improve, um, and really experiment with what's possible. Um, you know, the challenges that solution labs tackle are not black and white. Uh, they are layered in complexity. And they're often messy at times, and, and even daunting and controversial, as I mentioned. And so part of uh, the lab's role, and, and why we uh, partner applicants up with these experts, is to deepen, deepen everyone's understanding of the specific challenge by exposing them to different perspectives uh, of other spake, uh, stakeholders. No one group obviously has the answer. But by engaging groups to work together, the lab can develop collective, relevant and responsive solutions, as well as identify potential uh, champions who are best positioned to scale up those solutions. And, and really what's really important about the labs and what you know, sets this innovative approach apart is that the solutions are de developed by the stakeholders and people with lived experience that are going through the problem for consideration by government rather than the other way around. And so for someone who's working in government, this is a, 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 you know, an experiment in itself, uh, but one that I think is, uh, is proving very fruitful in the end. That is uh, so cool. Uh, and to have that space, to create that space uh, for these solutions. If someone wants to apply, if someone wants to get involved, if they need more information, 
Uh, if they maybe even want to see examples from the past of projects that have been uh, part of this, where, where could they go? Yeah, yeah. So, the, I mean, they can go to the CMHC website. There, it, the easiest, uh, there is a URL, but it's pretty lengthy, and I, I wouldn't want to even attempt to sort of spell it out here today. But, but they can go to the CMHC website, and they can do a quick search in the search engine for Solution Labs. And this, this will take you to the program landing page where you um, uh, interested parties would be able to access the detailed information on the program, including project profiles for all the past funded projects, how to apply, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and if you are interested, I encourage you to, to, to do that because it's just rich with, uh, with both uh, information and uh, uh, and the type of projects that we're funding. So um, please do. The second way, again, uh, would be to just email us, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll send you a, a follow up on uh, you know with the link. And uh, we're always happy to even get on the phone and chat with you about your ideas, uh, whether it fits the program parameters, etc. But again, that email is innovation-research at cmhc-schl. .gc.ca, and uh, we aim to please. So uh, we're there to help you with any questions regarding the program. Well, that's really great information, Andrew. And you know, always a joy to share a space with another D and D enthusiast. Um, but I just wanted to say, from Michael and I, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Well, Steph, you know, it's such an interesting guest to have, and and when I think of that lab, he put it in such a great way of saying this is a, a place where we could experiment and mm -hmm. try things and not just worrying about complete success. We want, of course, he wants some success to come out of it, but it really is an open space uh, with people with lived experience and others to try new innovations to really uh, put a dent uh, in ending homelessness. Yeah, I think it's so hard to find that space to innovate when you're dealing in an emergency, when you're dealing with homelessness and you're on the front lines or you're a housing provider just trying to get through your day to day and you, you can make, you know, incremental improvements. But I think it's so hard to innovate, especially too, when you also don't have the funding. So it's really cool to see CMHC bringing those two elements together, you know, the time, the funding, carving out that space, bringing in experts and different stakeholders to try and do new things. I think that's, I think that's just the way to do it. True innovation and innovation is going to play a key part in preventing and ending homelessness. Mm -hmm. uh, a pleasure to have Andrew on, another great guest. And... Um, you know, we keep we keep doing it. I don't know. I don't think it's going to stop anytime this year. Mind you, there's only a couple of weeks left in this year, but I don't think it's going to stop. Uh, a pleasure joining Andrew and you on the way home. We will see you next time. Absolutely.
I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.